Welcome to Soul Coach, the podcast. My name is April, a spiritual life coach, Reiki practitioner, and intuitive reader. I will share my crazy and unexpected journey with you. Along the way, I will drop some nuggets to help you along on your spiritual path. Welcome to season four of Soul Coach, the podcast. guys and welcome to soul coach the podcast my name is april i'm also known as the soul coach (laughs) Uh, welcome to my new listeners to my show and hello to my previous and faithful listeners have been with me on this crazy journey of mine i just want to say thank you and i appreciate all of you guys tuning in to my show uh last week i talked about how was on the fence of like giving the podcast up and I was just getting kind of exhausted and tired and I really just kind of want to take a break and I did I um, normally have this podcast episode out on Mondays and here it is Wednesday and uh, I'm recording the podcast I've just been really really drained uh, spiritually I don't know how you guys have been feeling out there this uh, new moon in Leo, well, full moon in Leo, has worn me out. And as you know, I'm Leo. It is really has like peeled some layers of myself that I didn't want to look at. It showed me uh, a lot about my shadow side. Uh, I call my shadow side Didi because she likes to show up and cut up. Um, <laughs> anytime, and I also feel like it's good to have that alter ego and to name it and to be like, you know what? Um, it's like a defense mechanism. Like when I feel like I'm getting too into my light and love side and I'm not, and I'm letting people run over me and I'm not really like standing my ground and I'm getting la 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 everything that's butterflies and flowers and pretty then my shadow side steps in it's like yo what are you doing no like it's like what is it mortal combat fight like because you have to fight <laughs> because we are on this spiritual war we're in the spiritual war rather we believe in it or not And we really need to be able to create the balance between our light and our dark side and i just i mean i really have when I did the shadow work, which was last year, then I knew the importance of creating balance um, in my life. Being able to understand the power of no, being able to be like, okay, I have to be selfish in this moment and really put into my cup and stop pouring into everybody else's cup while I'm left deplete, depleted in my energy. And it's hard as a healer to not help people when you see them in quicksand and um but if someone's in quicksand what can you truly do to help them (laughs) like seriously what can you do you're gonna you're gonna put yourself in the quicksand you know when I uh was going through all the stuff that I was with my twin flame I had a dream about that and I think I mentioned that in 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 my earlier like season one or season two of my podcast it's like my twin flame and I were just separated and and spirit showed me this dream of him 
being in the quicksand and he was far out in the quicksand and there was no way that I could help him and all I could do was stand there on the side and watch and I was about to step in the quicksand and then I thought that's not gonna save him if I'm down in the quicksand because he's he was sinking in the quicksand and I had to watch and that dream was so powerful on so many levels because not only it was a message that spirit was showing me about my twin it was a message for myself stop putting yourself in quicksand to save someone else when you cannot save them (laughs) you simply cannot and as a healer it's hard for us to see that and not try to give a helping hand and it's been around me I mean, it's been shown to me so many times, but I think that spirit really needed to show me exactly what that meant. At that time, I I was just really concentrating on my twin. Like, oh my God, I love him. Why does he get it? He makes me sick. Men are stupid. But then, like, I see how it has worked in all, all areas of my life and how I truly need to, like, stop putting myself in quicksand to help other people. And uh, this really has come up in the last couple weeks. (laughs) And it's just like, okay, once I get this lesson, then I think that I can really accelerate. Um, Because I've really been standing still for the last few years. Not really standing still, but kind of being complacent in a couple of things in my life when I really need to be full speed ahead. Anyway, that being said, uh, this podcast (laughs) episode is all about fear. And conquering fear. Uh, as we move into 2020, which has been a hell of a year already. Let me just tell you. Okay. The, I don't know how you guys are feeling out there. But 2020 for me has been like, what in the entire fuck is going on? Like, I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about friendships. I'm talking about business. I'm talking about every single thing that's just like... I have to, like, really think about, like, what is going on, like, with everybody. People are losing their goddamn minds, um, and, but I cannot feed into that sheep mentality of that. I am not a sheep. I'm a wolf, and as a wolf, we don't play around with the sheep, so I can't play around with the politics. I can't play around with, like, people doing dumb shit because that's what, you know, these lower vibrations and entities want us to do it's really hard to separate when you have a level of compassion so I want to talk about fear and um and how to overcome it and we all have fear we all have that level of like how in the hell am I going to get through this and really being able to jump we're in the spirit we're on the spiritual path and as you grow the adversity gets more and more (laughs) the lower vibrations test you your spirit guides are testing you it's like what can I get a breather before I get to the next and it's just constant it's constant and it's there to help it to help you grow because you are you're a wolf and you're not a sheep and you have to understand that you're different than everyone else and I recently had this conversation not even a conversation I really just kind of like let this guy know recently that I was like yo I'm not regular dude so don't treat me like I'm regular 
because I'm far from being regular. <laughs> I can, I'm an empath and I'm very intuitive. So I can, you can text me something and I can read between the lines and feel what you're feeling in that text message or even on the phone or through a text or through email. I can feel everything. So don't think that you can handle me the same way that you would handle another woman because it's just not, it's just not going to work. Because I see through my penal gland more so than I do with my actual eyes. And like I told you guys before, my dad taught me that as growing up. He was like, don't believe anything you hear and half of what you see. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. This is exactly, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got distracted. I was an Aquarius in me. I'm like, oh, look at the butterfly. Um, because my moon is in Aquarius. And, you know, they're, like, flighty um, at times. They're very intelligent, but they're still flighty. But um, I just got distracted. But anyway, <laughs> back on the subject. <laughs> well, my dad was absolutely right. You don't believe half, don't believe anything that you hear and half what you see. Because in actuality, you really um, will be fucked that way, pretty much. Okay? So, anyway, let's get started on this episode about overcoming fear. you guys overcoming fear so you know I have 10,000 stories so let me tell you about a story so I go to the track in the mornings uh about six days a week I try to get on the track and I'd like walk and then I run or like jog because I'm trying to learn my breathing techniques with running so I'm really trying to be on this lifestyle change health kick and then I know that I mean I've lost some weight and I've lost inches, but it's more about, like, just a healthier lifestyle because I feel better when I hit the track. I mean, it just feels it feels really good to me. So I'm really, like, really focused on that this year. And plus, I'm getting older, and I just, you know, want to be healthy, the healthiest version of myself or my son. And my body's changing because I'm getting older. It's just I have a lot going on, you know, with me physically, And I just want to continue to look good and look younger than I am and, you know, that kind of stuff, right? So I am going through this, like, whole, like, transformation of my uh, self this year. (laughs) I'm going to look totally different at the end of the year, let me just tell you. But anyway, um, that being said, I've been hitting the track. So the track is about uh, one... One way around the track is like half a mile, right? So I normally do six. Well, that's not true. I normally do seven to eight, depending on how I feel. And the goal is to do five miles, right? So that's ten times around the track. And I want to run the ten times, uh, you know, around the track. So that's my ultimate goal, like, this year to be able to do that. So I'm working up to that. So I'll walk, and then I'll jog, and then I'll walk. And, you know, however I do it, you know. But I'm out there, like, really trying to... That's my goal. So I went on Sunday of uh, last week, or Saturday of last week. I'm not sure. It was, on, it was on, definitely on the weekend. I think it was Saturday or Friday. I don't know. Anyway, um, it was during the weekend, and I, no, it was definitely Friday morning. So last Friday morning, because I was like, man, there's nobody out here. It's Friday afternoon. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Because I had a client to talk to the Friday night. And so Friday afternoon, it was about 5 o'clock, I went out to the track. And normally I see people out there, but this particular day was such a beautiful day. 
you know, down here it's like 70 degrees here, right? And uh, I was walking the track, and I was by myself, and then there was maybe one other, one other guy that was on the track. And I really like the track to myself because I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm like that. So as I was walking the track, there was like this bomb. And I won't say bomb, but like a homeless guy had came and sat on one of the benches. And I can see him because I'm very aware of everything that's going on around me. And I thought it was kind of weird because I was like, and what is this random ass dude doing? And he's fully clothed, like cold. And I was like, it's hot as hell out here. What does he got going on? But then again, I don't judge. I just like, okay, but I'm very aware of my surroundings. And he was sitting there and I could feel like he just felt very sketchy to me. So I, my first mind was to stop and go home. And my second mind was like, well, why would you stop when you're, you're halfway done? So I went with my second mind, right? Because they say you always go with your first mind, blah, 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 but that's not necessarily true. Because sometimes the first mind is just fear telling you, hey, and it's your ego. And it's there to protect you, you know, but sometimes your ego can get in your way of you being successful. So as I was... Uh, getting closer to him because I can see him on the bench like I could feel his energy and it was just trash and I was like oh my god like what am I doing like you know whatever and I walked past him and I spoke and he ignored me and that pissed me off because <laughs> I was like yo like hello I was like hey how you doing he was just like quiet just looked at me upside my head and I was like okay and then I kept going but I would kind of like was aware where he was but anyway I continued and I had maybe four more laps to go in order to finish my goal I think I did eight that that day right so I was halfway through and as I was going through and you know doing my thing then the next thing I know here he you know he's just sitting there and but he's not on a phone he had his phone out, but I'm like, who charges the, like, how do you charge your phone? You're homeless. Like, I just totally didn't understand what was going on. But I had to, like, shift my focus from him to my, to my health and what I was doing. And while I'm on the court, like, while I am on the track, I don't have my headphones in because it's out in nature. So I'm really trying to be, like, in nature, listening to, like, the wind blowing, the birds, the tr- like, I'm trying to really be into nature. I'm not trying to listen in- to my trap music that I really like to listen to, right? And I was like, I just need to be in nature. I need to be with God. I need to be settled. So I'm always focusing on, like, my goals. I give myself affirmations. I do these things while I'm while I'm walking. And I also daydream about my partner because I really want my partner this year. I want to meet him. So I'm, like, daydreaming about that. Because it's all about visualization, too, when you want to manifest something. So I'm thinking about, you know, my wedding and all kinds of crazy stuff. About to go towards him again, and then he shifts his energy. He shifts in the bench, and I'm just like, I don't feel comfortable going by him for the second time, but I did. And so by the third time, I'm about to do the third, and I really was like, okay, April, you've already done six laps, which is three miles, so why don't you just go ahead and go home? And then something came over me and said, why are you allowing (laughs) fear to stop you from your goals? And I sat in that for a minute. And then I started thinking about what God is wanting me to do and why I keep blocking it and the fear that comes over that. And I keep blocking it because I'm so scared of what 
God has shown me he wants me to do that I keep blocking it. And I'm like, I'm just going to sit here and be comfortable because what he wants me to do is just like, it's scaring the shit out of me, to be honest with you. And um, so I, I, I'm ignoring it because I'm fearful of it. And because I don't know what it's going to, where it's going to take me. And I should trust and have faith because that's what I teach. But it's still very scary to me, right? And as I am doing this, I said, you know what? I know that I'm protected. And I know that because at this point, it's just me and him on the track and it's getting darker. And I'm like, I'm protected and I have to believe that I'm protected. So I'm going to continue to finish these last two laps. And know that I'm protected. And that's exactly what I did. And he kept being shifty. And he kept watching me and looking at me. And it made me so uncomfortable. But then I went past him again. And I said, I got this one more time that I'm going to pass him. And then I'm going to feel a lot more easier. Because I'm like, I'm ready to go home at this point. But it was the fear that I have built in myself. I don't even think this dude would really thinking about me because he probably was like mentally and not even there do you understand what i'm saying so we've created so i created this fear around this homeless man that's probably not even paying my ass any attention but i really am like in panic mode because it's getting dark it's him and i out here on this whole track if he snatched me or hurt me and nobody would see me like literally like thinking of all these scenarios that could have happened that truly did not happen because he was not thinking about my ass so I was like, I went past him for, I was like, okay, one more time, for one more time. So when I got back around close so I could see him, he had left. And I was like, wow. Like, what if I would have stopped from my goal? Because I've created this fear around this thing that's not even realistic. So that I can't finish my goals? Like, that was crazy to me, right? And um, I went around, and this was my last time, and he had moved to another bench in another part of the track. And he sat there. And then the fear came back over me again. And it was so it was so heavy that I, like, stopped. <laughs> I, like, stopped. Like, I slowed down. I really stopped, but I, like, slowed down. I was like, what is this teaching me? And just because the fear was shifted to somewhere else doesn't mean that you have to give up. And that's exactly what this homeless man on a bench taught me. Is that I've created this fear that wasn't even warranted. Almost gave myself a panic attack thinking about what if he could have done me some harm. Knowing that I'm protected. Knowing that if he did harm me... What could I truly do about it? Like, that's not even in my control. But why would I even think like that? And then he moved, and I was like, the fear was gone, and then he popped back up again in a different place. It was one of the most powerful lessons that I have had in the physical from spirit in a very long time. And when I saw him sitting there, and I passed him the the last time, this dude literally had... A Ziploc bag that had a sandwich and an apple in it. He literally had nothing to eat and no food and no... He had nothing. And I'm worried about him. Isn't that crazy as hell? 
Tell me that's not crazy. But tell me how many times have we done that in our lives? 9,900 times. Created fear around something that we're, that, of the unknown. Literally sitting there, I got, when I finished that, like I finished, I, I ran my last, uh, last little half a mile and I'm down to the end. And I was so proud of myself because I went, you know, four miles. I just was like, wow, that was the dumbest shit I've ever done in my life. It was so blatant how the fear had overcome me that I needed to, I needed that harsh reality at that moment. I needed that harsh reality because I knew that I needed to teach this. I knew that I needed to tell the story to someone that's out there that is fearful of jumping that is fearful of like whatever it is that's in your life that's stopping you, that you've created a fear within yourself that is blinding you. It's blinding you from succeeding. It's blinding you from taking that step forward. It's blinding you because you are paralyzed with fear that you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. And if you would have just allowed and worked through the fear, like, and that was another thing I've learned. I was still scared but I work through the fear. And that is what you need to do. And that's your lesson. Like, working through the fear. That has taught me so much. And that was last Friday. Um, Friday morning. I mean, afternoon. When I did that. And I was like, yo, this is crazy as hell. This is crazy. Like, what is wrong with me? And it just was so eye-opening. So I shared the story with you guys because I think that is something that you need to understand. Overcoming fear. Overcoming fear is something that is going to be there. But you have to do it scared. And you have to do it in fear. And you and then once you get past it, you're like, yo, I did it. I felt so accomplished. I had nobody to share that with. But I felt very accomplished, you know, at the end of that. That I was like, yo, like, this is what I've been missing throughout these few years. It's like really understanding how important doing things with fear is. And a lot of times the fear is something that we've created within ourselves. So hopefully you guys understand that. I hope that you got that lesson that came through me. I hope that you guys understand that you can't be the best versions of yourself being fearful. And you can create that fear within yourselves and it's not even warranted because like in my story, that bum was truly hungry and had nothing to do with me. He was sketchy as shit now. He was sketchy. Okay? He was sketchy. However... When you are walking in the light and you have a purpose, you know that you are protected. And just like when you are at war, you come with your shield. You come with your shield and you come with your sword. You know, so why would I not have mace on my keys or like, because I don't have a physical key for my car, you know, because it's keyless. So I'm like. Well, maybe I need to bring, like, uh, I don't even have a house key because that's keyless as well. But I'm just saying, like, you know, to have, like, some kind of key or some kind of defense if something did happen. 
And that was my thing. Like, you always want to arm yourself. You want to arm yourself in the physical, and you want to arm yourself in the spiritual. Uh, in the spiritual world, I have gri bags for protection. I carry my Florida water. Like, I mean, because I know that I'm constantly under attack because, because who I am and what I can see and what I can do. So I'm protected that way. So why would I not protect myself physically? While you're on this journey. Right? Alright, so that's the word for today. <laughs> that is the word for this week. So here we are on a hump day. It's Wednesday. Take this into your weekend. This week. It is the Mardi Gras season. Down here in New Orleans. And on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. In Mobile, Alabama, I'm flopping through all three states doing Mardi Gras with my son and I. Uh, his father has a, a Mardi Gras crew in Mississippi, so he'll be he'll be on the float. You know, I'll be in New Orleans. I did Mardi Gras last Saturday. Crew of crew of uh, It was pretty crazy, um, but I don't drink like I used to, so it was like. So it was a different experience because I really could enjoy it. And I'd be like drunk in April, being socialized and flirting and, you know, that kind of stuff. It was different. Um, <laughs> so I went and had dinner. Like it was just a different, it was a different thing. You know what I mean? And I, I had fun and, and it was something that I needed to do. Because I really wasn't going to do Mardi Gras at all this year, but I decided that I am only because you just never know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, you never know. And so why do you put things off when you know that you need to live in the moment? And I don't want any regrets. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that being said, you guys enjoy your week. I um have a lot going on in my life right now. So, uh, I am wanting to do my podcast on Mondays, like I've always said, but I, uh, also want you guys to know that I'm here if you need me. Um, I am going to jump onto this, this purpose God has for me. (laughs) I'm going to do it scared. I'm going to do it in full of fear. But that is what I'm working on right now. So if you see that I'm a little quiet on Instagram, I'm still there. I um I post on my on my page more than in my stories because I'm flip flopping it. But you know, shoot me a DM if you have any questions. You know, like as uh, so S O L E C O A C H Coach underscore on Instagram. You guys can send me an email if you have any questions or give me any feedback at soul1, S-O-L-E-O-N-E, at mail.com. And also, make sure you go to my website, thesoulcoach.org. And uh, you can leave a comment on there as well. And then, you guys, thank you so much for listening to me. I really appreciate you guys. And have a great hump day and a great rest of the week. Thanks. Bye.